0: Welcome to the Gut Health Dialogues with Alyssa. Hi, I'm Alyssa, a registered dietitian, integrative and functional nutrition therapist, and real food enthusiast. In this podcast, I'm thrilled to share with you the tried and tested secrets to living a symptom-free life, whether you're living with IBS, SIBO, poor digestion, or any other stomach issue. If you're sick and tired of hearing from doctors that there is nothing wrong with you, but still feeling worse and ready to take control of your gut health, this podcast is for you. So let's get started. Hello and welcome. Today we are talking about an unseen struggle for many people with digestive issues, trying to gain weight with stomach issues. In our society and in the nutrition world, we hear a lot about weight loss, but what if you have the opposite problem? What if you have stomach issues or are on a restrictive diet and you need to gain weight? First off, I see you. In our weight loss crazy culture, you've probably had more than one person say some insensitive thing along the lines of, you're so lucky, why don't you just eat that? It'll be fine. Being underweight and struggling to gain weight is no joke. If you have IBS, SIBO, autoimmune disease, or something else that requires a restrictive diet, it's even harder. It's not just like you can go out and eat a bunch of high-calorie processed food to try to put on some pounds. Even if you wanted to, your digestive system wouldn't let you. If you need to gain weight and you have dietary restrictions, it can take some finessing to do it wisely and effectively. You need to make sure you're feeding your body the nutrients you need to support overall wellness while adhering to your dietary requirements and food sensitivities for your gut health. While it's not always easy to gain weight on a therapeutic diet, it is possible. Many of the clients I work with in my virtual private practice are in this boat. If this is you, you are absolutely not alone. And I'm happy you decided to listen today because I'm about to share my top eight gut-friendly weight gain tips with you. And I have a special free gift to help you hit the ground running with your weight gain. More on this in a bit. So let's dive in. Tip number one, eat small frequent meals. Many people who come to me with IBS are afraid to eat, and with good reason. IBS symptoms can be unpredictable, and the last thing you want to have is a bathroom emergency while you're sitting in a meeting or out on a hike. You figure if nothing goes in, nothing can come out. So it's not uncommon for IBS patients to avoid food in an effort to avoid diarrhea. But that doesn't work great either. Eating sporadically can actually worsen your IBS symptoms. Your best bet is to work with a practitioner to figure out exactly what your food triggers are and which foods cause you problems. Then you can eat without fear again. Obviously, if you're trying to gain weight, avoiding food is not going to help. In order to gain weight, you want to up your calories with foods that will nourish your body and work well with your digestive issues. I recommend that you eat smaller meals throughout the day by doing this. You can accomplish a few things. Stay consistent with your meal timing, which is good for managing IBS, avoid overeating, which is not good for IBS and fit in enough calories to successfully gain weight while sticking to a healthy diet. Tip number two, look for foods that are high in calories. Managing body weight is more complicated than just balancing calories and activity. There are a variety of factors that come into play, including stress levels, sleep, and a number of hormone reactions. But generally, if you want to gain weight, you're going to need to add in more calories. I'm not talking about candy bars here. If you're dealing with gut issues, you may have already noticed that sugar can be a major trigger of symptoms. So we need to think about nutrient-rich, high-calorie foods when we are trying to gain weight. The challenge can be finding calorie-dense foods that also work with your individual sensitivities and intolerances. Everybody's nutritional needs are different, but for many people to be able to gain weight, they need to eat 2000 calories or more per day, more food, more often. Yes, it's work, but if you're underweight, considerate your job. Now, as a first step, 2000 calories may be way too much. If you've been underweight or eating a very restrictive diet for a while, your body has likely become used to a much lower calorie intake and will not be happy if you suddenly make a big increase. In fact, this is what trips up many people when they're trying to gain weight. When they learn how many calories they need to eat to gain weight, it seems so insurmountable, they immediately feel defeated. Or they try to eat that amount and their gut is not happy at all because it was too much too fast. The key is to take gradual steps towards your ultimate calorie goal, giving your system time to get used to each step before moving on to the next. You can use a food tracking app like Chronometer To determine how many calories you are eating in an average day. Then start by adding 200 to 250 calories in a day for about one to two weeks. After one to two weeks, add another 200 or 250 calories and continue increasing your daily intake by about 200 calories every one to two weeks, until you're gaining either a half pound or even up to one pound per week. My Third tip, sneak in fats where you can. Fat was demonized in our culture for decades. Low-fat diets used to be all the rage, but research has shown that certain oils are healthy and important food choices. It's not just that it's okay to eat oils, it's important. Your body needs healthy fats for a variety of things. Fatty acids are a crucial component in every cell. Fats keep you satisfied longer after a meal. Fats help you absorb fat-soluble vitamins, including A, D, E, and K, and including fat at each meal or snack helps keep your blood sugars balanced. But it's important to choose the right fats. Extra virgin olive oil, avocado oil, and coconut oil are good plant-based choices. You want to avoid highly processed oils that can lead to inflammation, like corn oil, cottonseed oil, and vegetable oil. Don't be afraid to add some oil to your food. You can add extra virgin olive oil to your salad or use a heat tolerant oil like avocado oil to saute your veggies or brown your meat. Or you can even add a healthy oil to your blended coffee or smoothie. One of my favorite tips is to drizzle a tablespoon of oil onto your food after you serve it onto your plate. There are 120 calories in a tablespoon of oil. That's an easy bonus for people who are having difficulty eating more volume. You get an additional 120 calories, but it feels like you're eating about the same amount. This also allows you to boost calories in your meal, even when you are eating with family members who maybe don't need the extra calories in their food. I work with a lot of clients who ask me, what am I going to do? I need to gain weight, but my spouse is trying to lose weight. So... Serving your plate first and then adding the added fats like oils, butters, or spreads helps address that. Healthy fats include options like coconut milk or cream, nuts, and you want to choose low map varieties like macadamia nuts, peanuts, almonds, almonds pine nuts. Low FODMAP nut butters, like peanut butter, almond butter, or even sunflower seed butter. Healthy oils like avocado oil, olive oil, or coconut oil. Low FODMAP cheeses, which is just about any hard cheese, cheddar, brie, mozzarella, Swiss, sauces, dressings, and mayonnaise. And adding butter to starchy vegetables like potatoes or to steamed veg- non-starchy vegetables. Another thing you can do is make your dairy count. Eat full fat, lactose-free dairy. Some examples of that are hard cheese, lactose-free yogurt, the brand that's easiest to find is Green Valley, half and half, lactose-free whole milk, sour cream and lactose free cottage cheese. Half and half and sour cream don't have to be lactose free if you eat them in a two tablespoon portion. Tip number four, make your own trail mix. Trail mix is one of the highest calorie snacks that also happens to be loaded with nutrients. It really packs a punch in that you get a lot of calories in just a small serving. While it's generally a terrible option for people trying to lose weight, it's a great option for you. You'll wanna make your own because commercial trail mixes are likely to have problematic ingredients or behind sugar, but you can make your own in a big batch and store it in individual Ziploc bags so they're easy to grab and go and you're all set. Here's what you'll want to include. Nuts and seeds, Nuts and seeds are rich in nutrients and higher in calories. They contain healthy fats, protein, fiber, and a variety of vitamins and minerals. And they make an easy on-the-go snack as they are non-perishable and can be tucked into a lunch bag or purse. If you're on a low FODMAP diet, you'll want to avoid cashews and pistachios, but just about any other nut or seed is fine. Almonds, peanuts, Brazil nuts. Macadamia nuts, pecans, walnuts, sunflower seeds, or pepitas are all fair game. As long as you limit the portion of most nuts or seeds to about one to two tablespoons per sitting. Next, you wanna include dried fruit. Dried fruit provides lots of nutrients, antioxidants, and fiber in just a small serving. Limit your serving of these to just one to two tablespoons per sitting as well and choose low FODMAP fruits like raisins, dried cranberries, dried blueberries, or dried pineapple. Other things to include in your trail mix, since you have to be careful with the portions of nuts and dried fruit, you'll want something for filler. I recommend using gluten-free pretzels such as Snyder's or Glutino, Rice Chex or Corn Chex. Unlike the nuts and fruit, the portion is not limited for these. Then if you want to top off your trail mix, um, you might include some Enjoy Life semi-sweet chocolate chips. These are lactose-free. Tip number five, find and eat more tolerated carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are your body's preferred source of energy. And when you eat enough of them, your body is able to produce the protein Uh, able to use the protein that you eat to build muscle mass. So here are some FODMAP-friendly options to include more of. White rice, potatoes, gluten-free bread, gluten-free pasta, corn tortillas, quinoa, oats, squash, low FODMAP fruit, canned, drained, and rinsed chickpeas and lentils. With these, you have to keep the portion to about a quarter cup or a half cup of fruit juice made from low map fruit like orange juice, grape juice, pineapple juice, or real cranberry juice. Tip number six, work in high-calorie snacks between meals, such as one to two plain rice cakes and one to two tablespoons of peanut butter. Uh, two tablespoons of peanuts and a tablespoon of dried cranberries or raisins a small unripe banana and one tablespoon of peanut butter, baby bell cheese round and one cup of grapes, or half of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich using one slice of gluten-free bread, one tablespoon of peanut butter, and a tablespoon of Smucker's strawberry jam. My next tip, tip number seven, start the day with a big breakfast. I know. Eating a big meal is the last thing you want to do first thing in the morning, but working toward getting a nice big meal in first thing in the morning will go a long way toward meeting your daily calorie goal, and it will ultimately boost your appetite, so before long, you'll wake up hungry and eager for that big breakfast, but take it in small steps, and you're going to work toward a breakfast that looks something like a couple of eggs maybe a breakfast meat like chicken sausage or turkey bacon, a piece of fruit like orange melon or papaya or blueberries, a piece of gluten-free toast, coffee with half and half and four ounces of pineapple and orange juice. All right, tip number eight, make your beverages count. Anytime you put anything in your mouth, it's an opportunity to get calories. This includes beverages. While you will need some plain water during the day for hydration, mix it up with a few caloric beverages. This is especially helpful in meeting your calorie goals when you don't have an appetite. Try adding high fat cream options to your coffee or tea like coconut milk or half and half. Or you can start the day with a blended coffee or smoothie. When you make these in the blender, you can add calories in the form of coconut milk, coconut or avocado oil or nut butters. These additions will not only add calories, they'll also add flavor and creaminess. So a few tips to getting more calories from beverages, add half and half cream or canned coconut milk to your coffee or tea, blended coffee or smoothie with added coconut milk, coconut oil, or nut butters, have orange, pineapple, grape, or real cranberry juice added to your water throughout the day, Drink lactose-free whole milk, half lemonade made with real sugar, if it's too sweet or too tart, just water it down, and LifeWay Kefir, plain, natural, unsweetened, strawberry, blueberry, or raspberry. Now, I have a bonus tip for you, and this is to include a low FODMAP smoothie daily for weight gain. So gaining weight and ensuring adequate calorie intake on a low FODMAP diet can be a challenge, but it's definitely possible. With the right knowledge and strategies, you can achieve your weight goals while maintaining, while managing your IBS symptoms. And to make your journey even more delicious and convenient, I have something special for you, my signature low FODMAP weight gain shake recipe that has been a game changer for so many of my clients. This tasty and nourishing shake will not only help you meet your nutritional needs, but it is completely low FODMAP, so it will not aggravate your IBS symptoms like so many weight gain smoothies and shakes do. Check the link in the show notes so you can download my weight gain smoothie recipe, or you can download it at my website by going to nutritionresolution.com slash weight gain. This is a valuable resource that will get you one step closer to feeling healthier and more energetic so you can enjoy life again.